Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. A hot-button ban on most gas-powered new vehicles is, as of now, on track to come to Virginia. I'm John Aaron. State Department offering condolences connected to the cyclist killed on River Road. This is Kyle Cooper. At 110, we'll hear from the TV guys Matt Roush about the Lord of the Rings prequel. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Facet Wealth. I'm Allison Keyes. The countdown has started for Monday's planned blast-off of NASA's new moon mission. It's NASA's most powerful rocket ever. I'm Peter King at the Kennedy Space Center. Even though the countdown has started, Artemis mission manager Mike Sarafin makes no promises for Monday. We could go within the window or we could scrub for any number of reasons. But after nearly two decades of changes, delays and more, Sarafin says Artemis 1 is ready to fly. You know, we do feel good about our attempt on, on Monday. There are built-in holds should problems come up during the countdown. Forecasters say weather is 70% favorable for the two-hour launch window that opens at 8 33 a.m. Monday, Eastern Time. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. Former President Trump is responding to that redacted FBI affidavit over the search of his Florida property. CBS's Jeff Glor. The 38-page document offers the most detailed description of the government records, many of them classified, that were being stored at Trump's Mar-a-Lago property. The second half of the affidavit is almost entirely redacted, honoring the Justice Department's request to maintain the investigation's integrity and to protect the safety of witnesses and law enforcement personnel. Late Friday, Trump's attorneys filed court papers arguing the newly released affidavit offers almost no information about why the search was necessary. There's another NFL player facing sex assault allegations. Riza ordered to sit out last night's pregame against the Panthers after a lawsuit filed in Southern California the day before accused the punter and two former San Diego State classmates of gang raping a 17-year-old girl last year. Ariza's attorney told Buffalo's WIVP-TV. I 100% do not believe that Matt Ariza ever forcibly raped this young lady. Ariza released a statement during the game saying he looks forward to setting the record straight. An attorney for the accuser has released portions of his client's diary detailing her emotional distress after the alleged attack. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. A Texas woman is arrested after being caught on video assaulting a group of women of South Asian descent. CBS's Michael George. We don't want you here. Oh, oh my God. Oh, she's hitting me. She's hitting me. The aggressor, whose name is Esmeralda Upton, continues to attack the women, even threatening to shoot them. They called police. Upton is charged with assault and terroristic threats, both misdemeanors. In Austin, Texas, parents who lost children in Parkland, Florida, and the Robb Elementary School massacre are rallying for gun safety right now. This is CBS News. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. They offer customized financial planning for you, not just your assets. Learn more by calling 888-598-3966. It's 103 on Saturday, August 27th. 83 degrees, hot and humid with scattered storms and highs around 90. Good afternoon, I'm Sandy Kozell with the top local stories we're following this hour. 
A family is getting more than $200,000 in a settlement after suing Montgomery County in response to a troubling interaction involving their young child. $275,000 is the settlement being paid out to Shanta Grant, the mother who argued that two Montgomery County police officers terrorized her son in January of 2020. I don't want to hear it. You better stop. Police body cam video shows the officers berating the five-year-old boy and grabbing his arm because he had walked away alone from East Silver Spring Elementary School. County Executive Mark Elrich says he supports the lawsuit settlement. He says the incident has led to better training in how officers should interact with students. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A new report detailing what led to the death of a Frederick County firefighter last year is placing blame on the department. The after-action report blames the Frederick County Fire Department's culture and systems for the death of Captain Joshua Laird. It details the conditions as firefighters responded to a house fire on Ball Road last August, pointing out the crew didn't have knowledge of how long the fire had been burning or the extent of the damage. Laird entered the home and was not told to leave by the operations assistant chief, despite issues with getting water to the burning house. Laird fell through the floor and managed to call for help, but the report points to a lack of coordination and crew integrity during rescue efforts. His last communications was, quote, Hey guys, tell my family I love them. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Virginia's governor calls this ridiculous, but as things stand now, the Commonwealth is set to follow California's lead when it comes to phasing out gas-powered cars. California has approved a plan requiring all new cars, pickups, and SUVs sold in the state to run on electricity or hydrogen by 2035, with one-fifth allowed to be plug-in hybrids. Virginia is actually on track to adopt the same plan because of democratically-backed legislation from 2021 that linked Virginia's emissions standards to California's. Governor Glenn Youngkin says he is, quote, already at work to prevent this ridiculous edict from being forced on Virginians. Republicans in the House of Delegates who now control the chamber also say they'll push to unlink Virginia's standards. Democrats control the state Senate and a caucus spokesperson notes that every Democratic senator supported the 2021 bill. John Aaron, WTOP News. No word yet whether a truck driver will face any charges for crashing into and killing State Department employee who was riding her bike in Bethesda. Police say the woman killed is 42-year-old Sarah Langenkamp and the State Department is extending its deepest condolences. Langenkamp, a mother of two, has been serving at the U.S. Embassy in Kiev, Ukraine. She was killed when she was hit by a truck on Thursday riding her bike on River Road. She was in the bike lane. This is the third cyclist killed so far this year in Montgomery County. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. We're hearing from the head of the D.C. Police Union after a long lawsuit filed by the union was successful in overturning the COVID vaccine mandate for all district employees. D.C. Police Union Chair Greg Pemberton is relishing the court victory in which a D.C. judge voided a requirement for officers to be vaccinated and ordered any disciplinary action already taken to be reversed. What he ruled was that the mayor does not have the authority to issue a vaccine mandate and that the, generally the executive branch doesn't have this authority at all. The mayor's office issued a statement saying they will abide by the ruling but are reviewing it and believe the judge misunderstood the strength and diversity of experts they relied on in issuing the mandate. The mayor's office also added vaccines work and the collective effort has saved countless lives. Jenny Glick, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, a show that TV Guides Matt Roush says is expensive and beautiful. 
It's 107. Have you been wanting to give your home or apartment a fresh new look? Perhaps furnish an Airbnb? Or maybe you need help setting up your home office? Come in today during Court Furniture Outlet's annual Labor Day sale and let Court's friendly and knowledgeable furniture consultants help you find everything you need to live and work in comfort and style. Court Furniture prices are always super low because they lease their furniture for use in model homes, movies and television, by home stagers and corporate offices. And when the furniture comes back, they sell it for pay on the dollar. Now save even more during Court's annual Labor Day sale on an incredible selection of new and previously leased furniture and decor for the home or office. All on sale, in stock.